Hey, Schmazettes, you're listening to Listen Listen with Patty and Emily. I'm Patty. And I'm Emily. Five, six, seven, eight. Patty and Emily most obsessively talking about all your favorite Broadway shows. Patty and Emily thoughts and comedy from Broadway super fans. From Broadway super fans. Well, we start today with some more death news. Oh, people (laughs) died this week. Man, it's been a rough first two weeks of show of 2016. Shows are closing. Mm-hmm. People are dying. Well, you know what I thought both times the big deaths was like, I immediately thought of, I think it was Michael Ian Black or some other great comedian on Twitter, like right on New Year's Day was like, can't wait to find out what great celebrities are going to be part of the in memoriam this year. Mm. And I was like, those are good ones. Maybe it's like a weird January thing because (laughs) I was looking at my time hop and I realized that, um, how many years ago was it? In 2008, which was eight years ago, uh, Brad Renfro died. I don't know if you know who that is. He was a teen, teen actor from my golden days, which means Mm -hmm. that also Heath Ledger died. In in January too, they both died in January, like two weeks apart from each other in two thousand eight. Like January what? is rough for shows and rough for people. Yeah, what is that? Celine Dion's <laughs> husband and brother died. What and her brother? Yeah, her brother just died. What? How did her brother die? Also of cancer. Whoa! I mean, cancer is really it's having showing some power right now. Yeah, it's like, oh, you motherfuckers want to like, get oh, rid really, of me? Really, Obama? You think you're gonna get rid of me? I'm gonna fucking kill Bowie, bitch. Exactly. <laughs> and Yikes. this week, Brian Bedford, who is a you know grand British stage actor, mm. um, he only well he came into my life a long time ago, but I didn't realize it. I saw the revival of the importance of being earnest that he directed and also played lady bracknell and was just phenomenal hmm. but also he was the voice of sexy disney fox robin hood it's <laughs> funny which is one of the more confusing times in my youth hmm. we've all been confused by animal cartoons yeah. and sexuality <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you either get that Robin Hood is sexy or you don't. I mean, F- Foxy Maine Marion was pretty foxy. Yeah, exactly. I get it. Yeah. And I think I've only seen that movie like once or twice, though. It wasn't one that we owned. I think it's my favorite classic Disney. Hmm. It's, an, it's not a usual choice, but the other ones are just so like ugh, a million times Cinderella. <laughs> and yeah. even though Robin Hood is told also a million times, I don't know. They just did a good job with that one. Way to go, Weird. Disney. You good job on that. <laughs> did something right. Mm. And Well, we- sad that Alan Rickman died. <sighs> I didn't realize that people were so attached to him via Harry Potter because I am not as attached to Harry Potter, but I love Alan Rickman for all of his work. Mm -hmm. And then I started seeing so many things that were just about Harry Potter. And I was like, oh, I didn't realize. Mm. 
I didn't realize that people's main association with him was Harry Potter. Yeah, I think a large chunk, especially maybe people who are your and my age, even if Mm. they've seen him in other things, it was just like 10 years of a lot of people's lives of him playing this character. And also in the Harry Potter fandom, Snape has like a very special place. Hmm. Um, I think because a lot of those characters, I love Joe and I think she's a phenomenal writer, but you know, just like anything else, a lot of, a lot of characters are pretty, you know, typed there, you know, there's right. a, but, and he's like the character that's the most complex, I think of all of them, because there's a really great line in, in one of the books, maybe in the movies too, I'm not sure, but where they're talking about Snape And I think it's Lupin that says to Harry, like, it's not good people and death eaters. What? Like, like, it's not like you're either a good person or a totally evil person. There's like Uh, shades of human being in between. Of course. You know, because they were just always like Snape. Snape did it. It's always Snape. (laughs) Snape (laughs) Snape never did it. Right. Anyway, I love Alan Rickman. Yeah, me too. He's great. I mean, thanks for all your work. Yeah. Did you see him in seminar or did you just see Jeff Goldblum? I just saw Jeff Mm. Goldblum. He was great in seminar. That was a weird show, Mm. but he was great in seminar. That was a weird show. What a waste of a beautiful set. (laughs) I know you always think about that. I'm like, ah, that set was so beautiful. I wanted to stare at it the whole show. Secret set. Was that Teresa Rebeck? Mm, probably seminar i think it was because then she did dead accounts and everyone was like what (laughs) and then she did smash (laughs) oh man actually dead accounts might have been after smash i don't know after smash (laughs) confirmed uh teresa rebeck wrote seminar that's what i thought good memory oh thanks Nobody, well, I can't say nobody else die because everyone's going to die. So hmm. I don't know what to say. <laughs> well, you know. I'm just glad women live longer than men. <laughs> That's funny. That's kind of a terrible thing to say. But like they've all been men that have died and we still have it Maggie Smith. Been, it is. It, oh, yeah. <laughs> God bless her. We still Jeez. have Liza. Oh, God. What are we going to do? Maybe that's, I have a hard time, I have a hard time connecting with celebrity deaths sometimes. I think mostly maybe just because the people that I care about are all still alive. Sure. Like the, the celebrity deaths that probably upset me the most was like Whitney Mm. out of any of them. Mm. I can't think of another one that I even was like, you know, had more than like, oh, that's really sad. Yeah. I was just talking about that day that Whitney died with, I can't remember who, but it's so funny because it's the New York theater community. Obviously most of us <laughs> were at shows. Right. And heard yeah, about we it at intermission. Memphis. We were seeing Memphis. I can't remember what show the other person was seeing, but it's like, Oh yeah. an intermission, everyone was like, what? Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Cause then it was like, I couldn't pay attention to the second act. It was really all. hard. And I wonder if the people, you know, it's not even like you have an intermission necessarily in the show because if you're in an if you're an ensemble member, you're on and off stage, so you could be looking at the news and hearing about right. it, and then you right. got to go on and do 
you know, some some dumb dance number. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I think that's like, I, I don't know. I think there's some people that like don't look at their sure. phones. Yeah, but who knows? Yeah, that's tough. Hmm. R.I.P. Whitney. Yep. Mm. R.I.P. Everyone who has died so yep. far. <laughs> In yeah. 2016. <laughs> On to happier things. We saw a really great show last Monday that we told you about. Oh. We went to Marty G. Cummings' show, which we've been to before, and he's great. Mm. Stage fright at therapy Mondays, 10 p.m. Yeah, free show. Just buy something so that they let him yeah. keep doing free shows. Yeah, and keep tipping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. tip. I forgot to bring money because I haven't been a drag show in a very long time. Patricia. Well, he, I just haven't been and I like forgot that that's part of it. <laughs> <laughs> so make sure you bring money for tips. Uh, but Emily, do you want to say who the guests were? Oh my God. The guests were Rachel goddamn motherfucking York, <laughs> Teal Wicks and Laura Michelle Kelly. Yeah. It was awesome. It was so much fun. They made Rachel York play heads up. First of all, it was so great and so wonderful and so fun because Marty like grew up on Rachel York and was like completely obsessed with her like in high school and like watching bootlegs of her and stuff. So like that was one of the most adorable, amazing things watching him be like, oh, my God. Super great to see. Oh, my God. It was awesome. It was so much fun. Um, yeah, and Rachel was great, and they made her play Heads Up, which was really funny um, and hilarious, and she did a couple of her little impressions. She didn't sing anything, which was disappointing, but, like, you know, whatevs. Well, and Girl's I think... she got a baby to go take home and take care of and shit. Right, and I think knowing that we we can't be without Rachel York's voice, before she came on, they played the entirety of her I Hate Men from the Kiss Me Kate mm, DVD. So we got something. Was, Not live. Her but, voice is but we so got it. good. Ugh, and uh, that performance. Just, it's just so good. It's so good. I love Rachel York so much. I'm so fucking excited about Disaster. Me too. Uh, yeah, and then Laura Michelle Kelly and Teal Wicks were great mm-hmm. and funny. And they actually they sang Take Me or Leave Me, oh which my was great. Oh, God. And I put it up on the YouTube. I filmed the whole thing and I put it up on my personal YouTube channel. Um, and I tweeted out the link if you want to go check it out. You should. Because it's fantastic. Teal Wicks. Teal Wicks is like, hi, I have this insane voice. I'm going to blow it out on this. Boop, boop. <laughs> I mean, she's an alpha, so you know she's got it. But yeah. like, damn. But yeah, I mean, when I went to go see, I got like a a last minute free ticket to her 54 below show a while back. Right. And it was one of those things where I was like, yeah, she's an alpha, but I'm like vaguely familiar with her. I've seen her in a couple things, but you know, not enough to make me want to drop money on it. Sure. And then with that free ticket, I was like, holy shit, your fucking voice. I'm in love. Well, yeah. Cause her voice is insanity. And it was so fun to see Laura Michelle Kelly sing something belty and mm, brassy. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And having fun with it and stuff. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. She was, Laura Michelle Kelly came to that night ready to have a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she was wearing sparkle pants mm-hmm. and um, some, like a corset, I don't know what Yeah, you like call a it. corset sort of bodice. That was like lace mm-hmm. and then like a jacket over it. It was like the perfect outfit 
that a straight girl going to a gay bar <laughs> to perform in front of gay men <laughs> would wear. It's totally she's true. Like, I want all those gay guys to tell me how beautiful my pants are. Yeah. And my tits. Yeah. And you're like, you did it, girl. But then when they do, you're like, uh, I don't know. Is it too much? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Ugh. Oh, my God. It was great. So great. Oh, I go all the time. Great. Marty has great guests lined up, too. Oh, my God. He really does. He's he got, like, the everybody. entire cast of Disaster coming through the next yes. two months. Adam Pascal is, is tomorrow, today, when you're listening right. to today it. today when you're tonight. listening to it. Come on down. Yeah. Come go to therapy tonight and see Adam Pascal. I and bet you can take a like, picture hey, with ladies, him. want a picture. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's funny. Exactly. Adam Pascal is super down to take pictures with anybody. Well, also, if you listen to our interview with the amazing Rima Webb, which you, if you haven't, you should just stop listening to this right now. Go yeah, listen stop, to pause. Rima Webb and then come back because that's more mm, important. Mm. Yes. Um, we ta- I mentioned that it was National Swing Day, that Equity was doing a National Swing Day, and I had no idea when it was happening. And it actually happened the day before we released that Rima Web episode. So funny. So last Happy Wednesday. Swing day. Yeah, last Wednesday was National Swing Day. Mm, pretty cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. I saw lots of good tweets about it and stuff. Swings are amazing people, man. Like, Oh, there was somebody, I can't remember who it was, but I retweeted somebody who was like, happy National Swing Day. Remember that time when all the swings had to sit in the corner and weren't allowed to sit at the table at the table read? Woohoo. Oh, no. And I was like, see, that is some fucked up fucking shit that I don't understand how people disrespect swings so much and are like, well, this is the cast. Now all the understudies in the swings, you guys go sit in the corner. We're going to do this. Like. Like, because I've heard, you know, I feel like times when we've talked about this with performers, some of them are like, oh, my God, such an amazing experience. It was like I was part of the cast. And it really hurts my soul to know that, like, that seems like it's more abnormal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or at least. Like, it seems like like it's more common to be like, here's the cast and here's the understudies and the swings. And that's crazy bullshit. Mm-hmm. Hello, you have people in your cast that are learning one part, and then you have people in your cast that are learning like 12 parts. I don't know. Respect. Well, yeah. And like, you literally can't have a show without those people. Yeah. Because if and somebody's it's about, sick, it's a then whole you're community. done. Like, everybody's in it together. Like, you're all working on the project, and everyone's part of the work is important because the whole project can't function without everybody. If you didn't have swings, you can't do your fucking show because your principles and your ensemble is not going to be fucking good in good health every single goddamn day. Exactly. Cause then you have those shows with stars in it who don't have understudies or who people would literally like revolt if an understudy came on. And if they're out, the show's canceled. Yeah. It's just great. It just makes me so sad to think that there there are still like directors that don't under don't respect their understudies and their swings. It's crazy. Fuck you all. Fuck you. <laughs> understudies and swings are the heroes, the unsung heroes of Broadway. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm glad that, you know, we'll keep singing their praises so they won't be, you know. What did you what did you just say? Un, undersung? What? Unsung. 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 I was like, I can't. You said the word, and my brain 
I forgot what it was. I was like, that's not unsung right. Unsung years of Broadway. <laughs> Literally, sometimes they're unsung because they just sit <sighs> off to the side. Mm. Don't do anything. <laughs> and think of all of the stars that started out as swings. Yeah, seriously. Rima Webb. Rima fucking Webb, you guys. Swings are important. Uh, there's an epidemic happening, though, right now that needs Ugh. to be dealt with. Yeah, seriously. What? We have talked about this before. <laughs> what the It's a growing epidemic. It's with these dogs. Dogs and Broadway Going theaters. to Broadway shows. What the fuck? I fucking saw shit on Instagram. Some dog at School of Rock this week. Like, Instagram, I have a picture of the dog and, like, the show curtain being like, arf, arf, I'm seeing a show this week. Yeah. Also, and it was like, like a, it was like an Instagram celebrity dog, not one that I'm familiar with, but right. Also, wouldn't that show like I think a dog would hate School of Rock. It's yeah. so loud. I don't understand how these dogs are not making noise during the show and how it's not a problem and how the fuck I've had what School of Rock check bags. Don't you remember School of Rock check bags? Yeah. Well, and also... We had to have our bags checked. How'd you fucking get that dog in there? Like, what if people are allergic to dogs? What if you sit next to someone that's allergic to dogs? Right. Or scared of dogs. A lot of people are very scared of dogs, even teeny tiny ones. Especially New Yorkers, because, like, I don't know. Yeah, they don't... There's not that many... Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's not that many dogs, and some dogs are over-aggressive, and so they're just like, I'm scared of all dogs. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I don't know, man. I want to, like, fucking, we should, like, email email School of Rock and be like, did you know there was a dog at your show? Yeah, What's going on? It. We need a statement. We need a statement about the dogs in Broadway theaters. We need a statement from the theaters. Yeah. Saying yeah. why they're allowing dogs in the theaters. Email the Nederlanders and be like, what are you doing about this issue? <laughs> this dog situation. You're not allowed to bring children under the age of four. Why the fuck can you bring a teaspoon Yorkie. I went through that dog's Instagram and it went to Aladdin too. What the fuck? <laughs> I don't know fuck? if it saw the show. Like, it does was that like, dog, has the dog had its like barking box taken out? Like, is it not capable of barking? I don't, I hope not. That's unless it was like a medical necessity. Yo. I am not on board with dogs in Broadway theaters. David, David, I mean, I thought I was because I thought it was funny, but now that it's turning into a thing, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. No. And again, unless these are necessary support animals, they should not be there. No. David Levy, our friend, saw a dog at Our Mother's Brief Affair, which is like a play, too. So That's crazy. Like, I mean, a musical, if a dog freaks out during the loud parts, at least it's loud. So that if right. the dog's like barking during you know, the conga line on your feet, maybe nobody's <laughs> noticing because they're doing right, the fucking right. conga. But if Linda Lavin is giving a moving monologue, isn't Linda Lavin in that She show? is. You're right. Oh, good, good, good. <laughs> I know. I don't want to miss, like, a scathing Linda Lavin burn because some dog is like, bah, 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 bah. Right? The only time I have personally witnessed a dog in the theater was one time when I was seeing a play at the Classic Stage Company and there was a blind person sitting in front of me who had a golden retriever with them. Right. And yeah, we talked about this like before, like the last time this came up because it's come up a million times. Oh my God, I can't believe there's so many fucking dogs seeing shows. What is this shit? 
Like this is crazy. If you I have to buy your four-year-old a ticket, you have to buy your dog a ticket because they're going to be just should, as disruptive. We should try and contact this dog owner and get them to come on the podcast to explain themselves. <laughs> Defend themselves. <laughs> you have like a point counterpoint, someone who's like <laughs> against dogs in theater and someone who's yeah, for dogs yeah. in theater. Oh, my God. Moderate it. I just, this is crazy. Ugh. Guys, why would you think that that's okay? Yeah, I don't get it. I'm going to bring really my little pet to the theater. I mean, like, it must. I don't know. It must. Wait, another dog news. Oh. Impersonal dog news. I think my doggy is coming to live in New York. Oh, yay, Tia. I'm so excited. I'm so happy. That's excellent. She's much too fat to take to a Broadway theater. I mean, she weighs like a good 60, 70 pounds. But. Yeah, you could probably slap a vest on her and pretend she was an emotional support animal, but <laughs> but that's unacceptable unless she I actually is. I would never is. do that. I would never do well, that. Right. She would also, no way, man, no way. But I'm very excited. Lots of dog pictures coming your way when my dog gets here. Ugh. Oh, we I'm all so saw happy. them over the summer, so we were we're ready. <laughs> She's the sweetest dog, and She's I'm just going to cuddle dog. with her a lot. And you'll actually get to meet her. I've met Tia. No, wait, you did meet her because you came to my house over the summer. Right. I forgot. I'm very excited about introducing all my friends to my dog because it's like that thing where, like, your dog's at home in Seattle, and you're like, none of my friends will ever know the joy of this dog. Mm. But now they will. Yeah. She's a great Assuming dog. Assuming she doesn't, like, die in transport. You could bring her to Broadway Barks. That would be appropriate. Oh! <laughs> Although, is she oh going to freak God. out in New York City? Maybe. Maybe. She's a chill Seattle dog. Yeah, exactly. She might. She like, might. You know, go- oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I hope that I can take her to Broadway Barks. I mean, I fucking would. She would probably just... Actually, I probably wouldn't. She doesn't like other dogs. <laughs> well, that would be a problem then. Yeah. No, she'd fight with everybody. Mm. Well, I mean, that's another keep... reason. What if you're at a show with two dogs who don't get along with dogs? Right. And they start barking at each other. Ugh. God. Why don't... Mm. I just... Actually, Tia would probably be okay. The times when she's really not... She doesn't like other dogs being in her territory. Mm. Like, I dog sat a friend's dog over the summer, so there was this other dog in Tia's house, oh, right. and Tia was I like, why this. the fuck is there another dog in my house? <laughs> yeah. She was not about that. Mm-hmm. Anyway. We gotta, I love dogs, but not at Broadway shows. No. no. Also, I don't want to start resenting dogs for ruining money I know. notes. I know. I know. Like, what if, what if, what if, <laughs> what if someone was hitting their note and the dog was like, ow! <laughs> like, starts howling along? <laughs> they do that. <laughs> crazy stop taking your fucking dogs to broadway shows yeah okay moving on to we have a lot of news Mm. that is less frustrating (laughs) (laughs) we have our new nbc live musical and i think it's a great choice okay it's hairspray why just okay why the? Well, because we have a fucking movie of hairspray. I know it's so. I know. I know that. We just did hairspray. We've done hairspray. We have hairspray. Do something we haven't done. But here's why I think it's good. Just like every other 
show that has a movie version, this is going to be the show version of it, though, not the movie version. That's true. That's we don't true. have That's a filmed true. show version. That's true. You know, if you did Into the Woods, then you're like, I have a million Into the Woods. <laughs> I mean, like, I wasn't like, you know, I mean, I, I was pro The Wiz because, like, the movie of The Wiz was such a long time ago. I feel like what the movie of Hairspray came out, like, in the last 10 years. Right. So it just feels like... I certainly I just, understand I just, that... From my perspective, I'm like, I could name off a hundred shows right now that are available that you could do. And you're picking, like, the three shows that everyone's already heard of. And I understand why. I get it. But I feel like there are shows that are in a middle ground that m- mainstream people have vaguely heard of and are not like... It's not like you're saying, like, we're going to do, you know, I don't know... Seven Brides for... No, it's people know that one. There's a movie of that. I don't know. A random show that nobody's fucking heard of. Yeah. Dessa Rose. Yeah, yeah. It's not like we're doing fucking like Dessa Rose that nobody's ever heard of. But I feel like there are in-between shows that enough people have heard of that you could capitalize on people tuning in or being interested by the cast. I mean, I definitely you know. think that's true. I don't disagree with anything you're that saying i'm also just really excited to see hairspray i mean i guess i gotta know about the cast i mean oh, i sure. love hairspray i love hairspray i mean you know my one my well it's not my only concern my first concern is that we get an actual fat girl playing tracy uh-huh um and i i don't mean that in a disparaging way so if i now suggest people don't be mad that i called them fat <laughs> <laughs> no, well, fat is not like we need to take back the word fat because fat is not by definition a negative word. Well, exactly. Fat it's just is a, a thing. like it's just how your body is. It's not negative. Yeah. So my first thought, especially if they're going to go musical theater, is Ryan Redman. Okay, 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 okay. Because here's an issue. Like I can't even think of a Hollywood actress who's not Nikki Blonsky that would play this right. role. Right. Well, that's what I was like. Okay, are we gonna just like find another unknown like Nikki Blonsky or or Ryan Redman? Please take Ryan Redman. Wouldn't she be great? I mean, obviously she'd, she'd be, be great. great. I'm sure she's she must have done it like in college or regionally. Yeah, or something. sure. Um, but yeah, she's fucking awesome, and I love her, and she'd be fantastic. Yeah. I mean, but who's going to play Edna? Um, I did see the internet suggesting Harvey, which I wouldn't be against him him doing it. Yeah, I would be on board for that again. Yeah. And he's a good name that everybody knows. Yeah, that's true. No fucking John Travolta. Ugh, that was so weird. It was weird. It wasn't good. I didn't like it. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of fun to go back and watch Hairspray again and be like, this is utter fuckery, yeah. John Travolta, and I can laugh at it. Mm-hmm. But not great. Yeah. Hmm. Well, and again, like, uh, return people, just because he was so great in The Wiz, it would be good to see someone new. But Elijah Kelly, who was seaweed in the movie... Oh, would be great. I mean, I'm sort of torn. I kind of want a new. Ca- I you know what I mean? I know, I know, I know, cast. I know. I'm with you too. Especially because it's something that's going to be filmed. You know, oh, that's and like true. having a tape of like two different 
versions but with the same cast yeah you're right cast like i kind of want a clean slate entirely new cast but i would hang on to harvey because you don't have a film version of Harvey. right no you're right you're right you're right you're right i take it back i take it back henry no he's too he's too oh no he's not seaweed (laughs) (laughs) he's got a man's body yeah (laughs) i mean yeah is kyle scatliff too tall um I I don't think there's a too tall for seaweed. I think he would work. He just like I mean he's like gangly, so I think yeah. he could play younger. But I guess it, because of his height, I mean like it's not like there aren't boys, teenage boys that are his height. But you know that dumb theater thing. Yeah. Um, I know she's too old for it, and I would actually want like an unknown to play this. But I would be cool if Adrian Warren played Little Inez. Oh. <laughs> Absolutely, I think she could still pass. Well, definitely. She's she's tiny and beautiful and black. Absolutely. Who else? Who else? I don't um I'm I would trying to think be of on board with Carrie Butler reprising her role as Penny <laughs> Pingleton. <laughs> she could definitely still play oh, that. Absolutely. Well, maybe not on TV. <laughs> well, yeah. HD. HD's a little It's hard to get the magic of theater with HD. Um hmm, I'm trying to think of like like stars because you know they're gonna want some big names yeah seaweed would actually be a good place for a name i just don't know who the kids are listening to these days Hmm. (laughs) let's get some uh jaden smith up in here yeah i don't know if he can sing (laughs) (laughs) oh uh willow could play lil inez okay because she can sing yeah she can I'd be into that. I'm sure neither of them want anything. Oh to do no, with no, it. no, 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 no! <laughs> Sponsored. <laughs> I really, I'm like sitting here being like, who's like, who are the R and B singers that are happening right now? And I have no idea. Well, I guess I'm also trying to think of like people that would be involved. Who I'm, I guess part of me is like, are you just going to scoop up half the cast from the Wiz? Mm. You know, like, are you going to have Queen Latifah play Mama again? Like, I don't know. Well, yeah, but then that goes back to, like, we don't need two recordings of the same person. Exactly. I mean, that's what I think. I I don't disagree with you. And that's sort of why I went with Elijah Kelly also, just because I was like, he was so great in The Wiz. Right. (laughs) And he already knows the role. Right. But he was one of the not names in The Wiz. What if, what if, what if, what if, if I know this is impossible? Okay. Beyonce. What if, what (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna say aretha franklin oh that makes more sense than beyonce amazing i mean what about like in my dreams what about like jill scott oh yes (gasps) jill scott would be fantastic she'd be perfect i would love that she's a great actress yeah she can sing she's a name Yes. Oh, my God. Book it, NBC. Yeah, get Jill Scott in there, you guys. Oh, Jill Scott. Now I need that. And see, this is the problem with dream casting. Because not to put down whoever they do end up casting, but you always have that in the back of your head. I know, like, right? Oh, what, what if, if it, it was Jill, Jill Scott? Scott? <laughs> God damn it. I fucking love her. Ugh. She's so great. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's so great. I don't know. I just like tried to Google R and B singers, which why would I do that? 
That's funny. You're like, hey, Siri, what are the kids listening to these days? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Because I feel like, yeah, you know, seaweed would be a really good role for someone who's not super, you know, who maybe doesn't have so much acting experience but has a great voice. Mm. And I have a part for like Anika Noni Rose in there. Mm. What if we just did Caroline or change? <laughs> that, that With Jill family Scott. friendly classic American musical. <laughs> I want to see. I uh, fuck fuck fuck. Now I really want to see Caroline or change with Jill Scott. I mean, I was watching a lot of uh, Number One Ladies Detective Agency mm. the other day. So I mean, I got that Jill would Scott be on the brain. Like if PBS decided to start doing live musicals. You know, <laughs> yeah, damn it. Which they do do, <laughs> but like differently. Yeah, I don't know. It's so like it's hard to come up with these because you know that they need to pick people that we're not going to pick, right? But Jill Scott is a good middle ground. Maybe I'll tweet to them from us. Be like, hey, we yeah. figured out. M- Hey Maybell guys, for you. We got a we got a suggestion for you. Motormouth yep. Maybell. Yep. Take it. Well, I get everything that you're saying, but it's a good show, so it's going to be exciting. Yeah. It's at least not, you know, that Peter Pan was so boring. I didn't watch it. I know, but it was so boring. And I like Peter <laughs> Pan and we saw Peter Pan. Mhm. You know? And I I mean, there were there were magic moments in it, but just overall and then after right. the whiz, I think having this high energy show is is the way to go. Right. Yeah. Hairspray. Hmm. I mean, I love hairspray. Yeah. It's great. Other TV musical casting news. We have some more information on Rocky Horror, <gasps> which is very exciting. And this is going to be like, like movie recorded. It's not live. Hmm. Uh. Adam Lambert is playing Eddie, which I'm like so great. beyond That's excited so for. It's very exciting. I need Adam Lambert to uh, like do more musical theater. And I know, I know he's a little like Shoshana Bean where it has to be the right project. And he's like, I did it because it was there and I was good at it. But really, I want to be doing this other thing. And I'm like, but right, I want right, you to right. be doing musicals. I know. I want you to do musicals. I'm, Can you just do musicals? Yeah, do what I want you to do. <laughs> don't, don't be happy in your life. But anyway, he's doing this. I'm super, super excited. I'm very excited. But I'm most excited for Tim Curry playing the narrator. That's awesome. Also because, I mean, do you know what's up with Tim Curry these days? No, what's he up to? He had a massive stroke. Oh, shit. Is he okay? Is he like? His entire left side non-functioning or something? He's he's in a wheelchair. So also obviously perfect for the narrator. Mm Mm-mm. And But it's so exciting because, you know, it, it was one of those situations sort of like a Tracy Morgan thing where he just had to be away and get better. And mm. um, it's still, you know, it's he's had lasting effects that will be with him for the rest of his life. But he was in the Clue reunion uh, that Entertainment Weekly did for their reunions issue, which was really exciting because I think before that he hadn't really been in the public at all. Right. When did he have the stroke? Um, let me look it up. Tim Curry had a stroke in 2013. Ah, that was a couple of years ago. 
you know, he's in the wheelchair and his, you know, he looks like he's had a stroke, but he's doing well and he's talking and. That's good. I love Tim Curry. He's great. I know. I'm super, super excited that he's a part of this. Me too. Aside from the fact that he should be, mm. and it's a good endorsement for the project itself. Mm-hmm. He, you know, when he's doing well airing? enough. Mm, let me look at it. Because that one I'll actually watch. <laughs> I don't know if they have an air date yet. I'm not seeing an air date. Weird. Yeah. But Kenny Ortega's directing it. That's exciting. It's very exciting. Should be good. Mm-hmm. I don't know. If, if there's an air date and I'm not finding it, you know, let us know. Everybody's been real good about answering my questions. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> You're our unofficial interns. <laughs> there you go. All of well, our listeners are also our interns. I mean, we're interns. We get paid as much as interns that's, for this, that's too. That's true. So. That's true. We're our <laughs> own interns. We're all interns. <laughs> and Greece, so many live musicals hmm. on TV. Greece has some news that Frenchie is getting a song. All right. Tom Kitt and Brian Yorkie are writing a new song for Frenchie to sing. I have very conflicted feelings about this. <laughs> well, I'm curious as to how it's going to sound with the rest of the Grease music. Well, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, Tom like, Kitt and Brian Yorkie, are you going to like right, write like it Shaman in the and style? Whitman write that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seems like a really bizarre choice um, to write something that would hopefully fit seamlessly into the rest of the score. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm a little curious about that. I'm very skeptical, but okay. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, I guess I didn't realize this, though. Uh, Frenchie is the only pink lady without a song. Well, yeah. Because she has Beauty School Dropout song really, to her. It's, yeah, it's not her song. Yeah. 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 So it's fun. Uh, well, I knew that because when we did Grease at my high school, you know, mm-hmm. the girl that got cast as Frenchie was pissed because she didn't have a fucking song. <laughs> right. It's like a super fun part. And then you're like, hey, wait. Wait a second. <laughs> I don't have a song. Well, she could have had my song because I butchered it. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> There is video of that, right? Um, yes, there is video oh, we get somewhere. Somewhere mm-hmm. in my parents' house, there is video of, of me as Marty. Yeah. Singing not at the right time. What do you call <laughs> that? Is there a word for that? Um, like off the beat? Off the beat. Yeah. Finishing my verses a full 15 seconds before the music mm. did. Yeah, that's rushing. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> well, also, you have Carly Rae Jepsen in this Frenchie role. So right. how are you not going to, like, why would right. cast her cast and not her. let her wail on some things or whatever? Right. right. Yeah, the cast is, I don't know. I mean, I'll, I'll watch it with you and stuff, but I am a little like, what? Who are these people and why? No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about this. You guys know that this is supposed to be a satire, right? It's Greece is, it's Greece. Well, I don't that's know. the thing is, like, are they going to? I, I want to fucking see Greece played the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. I want to see Greece where they're like, hey, this is a ridiculous exaggeration of this this thing that we're doing. Instead of everybody being like, hey, this is a t- straight up show about what it was like to be kids in the 50s or whatever, where you're like, no, 
Like, no. it's super fun. No. That's not what it is. Yes. Oh, my God. Do you think they're going to say dragon wagon instead of pussy wagon? Well, they're certainly not going to say pussy wagon on national television. I don't think they can. Oh. Yeah, they'll probably say dragon wagon. Lame. That's, I think, the licensed version. That's dumb. I don't know. We'll see. It's Greece. We just saw that paper mill production, mm. and I, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, it's paper mill, so it was quality production, but yes, it was done the way most productions of Greece are done these days. Yeah, with people in their 30s and 40s. <laughs> and no, no, uh, no directorial sense of satire and humor. Right. It's just like er- straight up earnest. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I'm, I'm assuming this will be that too because people seem to have lost the whole point of it mm. along the way. Mm-hmm. Well, I think somewhere around Olivia Newton-John. Yep. No shade to her, but that movie, mm-hmm. that's what changed that's what, what Greece That's what changed means. what people think of Greece. And they're like, oh, yeah. this is what Greece is. It's like this fun romp in the 50s and like greasers and pink ladies and like casual sexism and racism. No prob. <laughs> well, especially because they like totally cleaned it up. Mm. Well, not totally, but you know. Yeah. Like softened it, I should say. And I feel like it just sort of like breezes right over stuff. Oh, absolutely. You know, like there's so Freezes many. Freezes over the whole potential abortion. Right. <laughs> well, and also just like there's so many, like there's that hilarious college humor video where they're singing Summer Lovin' and Kinnicky's like, did she put up a fight? And everybody's like, whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa, Kinnicky, what are you talking about? Like, did you rape someone? What's going on? Yeah. But yeah, it's weird how those lyrics just sort of get said and forgotten and just keep going. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Well, oh my God, it took a... Wait, did you see this, though, on BuzzFeed? There's a quiz right now where you can find out which character from Greece you are. Oh. And it's, like, you know, accompanied with gifts of the cast that is for this mm. production. And I took mm-hmm. the quiz last night, and I got motherfucking Rizzo. Oh, that sounds about which right. Which is the best one to get for me. Mm-hmm. I was very, very happy with it. Ugh, I'd probably be like Sandy or something. <laughs> Wait, shit, shit. I want to find lame. it. I want to find it. We'll we'll make you take yeah, it right I'll take now. It. Which pink lady are you? Oh, okay. So specifically it's, the pink oh, lady. This is not the right quiz. Hmm. Nope. Hmm. Hmm. Okay, this is it. Found it. Found it. Found it. <clears throat> great. 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 Shocking that there are multiple quizzes currently on BuzzFeed that are which <laughs> pink lady from Greece. <laughs> oh, oh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Which pink lady from Greece should be your BFF? Oh, okay. So Rizzo's my BFF. Mm-hmm. I hope I get Jan. Okay. <laughs> Pick a sweet treat. Your options are bubblegum cigarettes, candy necklace, atomic fireballs, wax bottles, candy buttons, or milk duds. I would probably pick milk duds. Oh, my God. That's what I picked. Mm. Because it's only chocolate, like chocolate. One, right? Only right. chocolate one. Which poodle skirt would you rock at school? A baby blue, a like a bright pink, bright yellow, black, baby pink, or red? I definitely would do a baby blue. Baby blue. Which T-bird would you go steady with? Mm. Danny, Kanicki, Sunny, Duty, 
Putsy? Is that what his name is? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or the choice of all of them. Oh. Um, I don't know. Probably Sonny. He's like the funny one. That's a good one. Well, you know, he's got dad jokes. <laughs> Choose a 50s weekend activity. Go to the drive-in, watch the tube, attend a rock concert, stop by the salon, find a sock hop, eat at the diner with friends. Hmm. I'll say rock concert. What's your favorite Grease anthem? Southern Summer Nights, You Are the One That I Want, Hopelessly Devoted to You, Beauty School Dropout, Look at Me on Sandra D, or Grease Lightning? Hmm. Grease Lightning. Oh my God, your BFF is Marty. Oh, that's interesting. Much like Marty, <laughs> you tend to get bored with life with nothing exciting when nothing exciting is going on. That's I had nope. to correct that sentence. Um, you sometimes find your friends immature, which is why the ha- <laughs> quote unquote <laughs> sophisticated Marty would be perf- the perfect BFF for you. <laughs> That's funny. You do think a lot of people are immature. Yeah, but not in the way that Marty does. That's true. (laughs) I would be like, Marty, you're being immature. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. That's a good quiz. That is funny. Swing and a miss, BuzzFeed. (laughs) But Rizzo's perfect for you. Oh, my God. Wait, can we take this other quiz? How much time do we have? Yeah. Are you more Elle Woods from Legally Blonde or Sandy Olsen from Grease? Oh. Choose a color. Black, orange, red, or pink? Mm, Orange. Pick a food. Chocolate, berry smoothie, salad. Uh, (laughs) I guess salad. Pick a Taylor Swift song. We are never, ever getting back together. Style, teardrops on my guitar. I knew you were trouble. I've only heard Uh, of one of these. Yeah, the first one. Never getting back together. Choose a season. Spring, summer, fall, or winter. 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 (laughs) Choose a hairstyle. (laughs) Loose curls or a perm? Loose curls. (laughs) Where would you go on a first date? Fancy dinner, carnival, drive-in movie theater, party? Um, Carnival. Puppies or kittens? Oh, God, I'm so going to get sandy. Um, <laughs> puppies. Pick a profession. Lawyer, singer, stylist, teacher. Oh, teacher. Teacher? You're not going to pick singer? <laughs> you got sandy. Yeah. You can be shy, but girl, you have a secret <laughs> confidence that comes out at just the right times. Don't let anybody tell you what to be. Plus, you look badass in a leather jacket and spandex leggings. Nope. Tell me about it, <laughs> stud. That's funny. Let's see what I get. Ugh, that is funny. I'm just going to take this real quick. Yeah. We'll say what you're picking, though. Okay. I pick the color black, chocolate, the only Taylor Swift song I was familiar with, spring Which is... for my uh, We're Never Getting Back Together. Okay. Loose Curls, Drive In Movie, Puppies. Mm, I'll pick stylist. I got Elle Woods. Woo, woo, woo. Well, yeah, That's especially funny. If it's hey, stylist. they put in a Tracy Flick gif. That is oh. not Elle Woods. That's That's Reese Witherspoon. Oh wait. oh wait, no, that is it's the moment when she finds out I 
that looks like Tracy Flick, but I think that is oh. actually it's she, it's just her and she's shouting me. But oh, maybe it's yeah, when she funny. finds out that she's in that yeah, Callahan's it's like, internship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's one more spot for right. me. Yeah. Like that's that. funny. Yeah. You're the ultimate female role model. <laughs> really? You're a badass who constantly exceeds everyone's expectations of you and you never let anyone tell you what you can't when you can't do something. You know what you want and you go for it. Oh well, dress fabulously. That's funny. Jeez. <laughs> oh, you know what I want? Election the musical. Mm, absolutely. That would be great. Mm-hmm. Well, we're not getting Election the Musical, but we are getting a musical about Steve Jobs. Oh, yeah. Oh. (laughs) Well, I've heard of this, like, because it's been around a few times, Um, but I didn't know much about it. But I did just read this breakdown for the two female characters. Oh, geez. I don't know if there's more female characters in the show, but these are the two main, the principal female characters. Right. Let's just dig in. Upset already. I mean, they could be worse. I'll say that. But they're not great. Okay. Sally, woman, (laughs) 20s to 30s, intelligent, earnest, likable, an activist who wants to change the world. She is the love interest of both Jobs, with whom she readily flirts, and Gates, whose name she can't seem to remember. Excellent comedian, strong singer with a high belt and strong mixed voice principle. So, love interest. And this other one, Myrtle, woman, 20s, 30s, can be (laughs) extremely nerdy in one moment and unbelievably sexy in the next moment. Lovable. Wears headgear through which she can pick up radio stations and longs to go to the checkmating dance with Bill Gates. Excellent comedian, strong singer with mixed belt. I was going to say, so they're making her, she's like the... The funny one, but also they're like, but she has to also be sexy. Right. Well, they both say excellent comedian in them. But yeah, okay. they're like, literally, 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 you're going to give me the fucking description of extremely nerdy one moment, sexy the next moment. Did you know that you can be nerdy and sexy in the same moment? No. <laughs> you can't. Fuck everybody. Fuck them in these fucking descriptions of these fucking characters. Fuck you. <laughs> I did not know that. I, like, I'd heard of nerds. I didn't realize that it was about... St- I thought it was just like, I don't know, about like a math club or something. I have no idea. Yeah. But I'm just... Oh, fuck you all. I don't care. Like, fuck off. Whatever. <laughs> well, on top of the ridiculousness of that, in in this article that I read, it also says this crazy stuff. The production is expected to feature the most progressive technology seen on Broadway, including onstage holograms, no. projection mapping, no. an enhanced theater-going experience through app integrations that allow no. users to interact with the set and other audience members, choose the show's ending, and more special features soon to be announced. So it's just hit list? Yeah. Yeah, it's tweet seats. Where is this playing? The Long Acre. I hate this! I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't want to fucking use my app during a Broadway show. No. 
I hated that whole description. I will say this. It does, I mean, whatever. It sounds like nonsense, but it also, because of the show, I get why they would integrate this. It's not just like Well, sure, it's an appropriate cool show thing. to integrate these elements right. into. But like, first of all, I just take issue with that sentence of like, we're going to have the most advanced blah, 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 whatever. And like... Okay. Uh, well, fucking well, hologram. Sure. Like, what? You're gonna have Princess <laughs> Leia up there? Like, I don't understand. Why? No holograms. No. No. I don't like any of it. I'm just. I apparently hate technology. <laughs> yeah, you're such a luddite on this podcast. <laughs> I just think that there's theater magic, and I want theater magic, and I feel like. Theater magic well, is changing, but I'm yeah, like, absolutely, and that's my I, my issue with projections mm, as set. Mm. You know, it's not the theater magic that I love. You know, because right. like I can fucking see a movie that has CGI and shit like that. Mm. That's not what I want to fucking see when I come to the theater. I want to see theater magic, not CGI magic. I see that in movies. Absolutely, absolutely. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll. I bet I'm going to put money down right now that this will be an all white production. Uh, Probably. I don't know. I'm like, I'm interested to see how all of that is going to work, but I'm certainly not optimistic that it's going to actually create. I hope it, listen, even if it's great, Mm -hmm. I hope it doesn't make other people get ideas. Yeah. Because like you're right that that's not that's not what theater should be and and just because it can work sometimes it doesn't mean everyone then has to try and do it right right Ugh. another announcement was made that uh we found out where Audra McDonald will be when she leaves shuffle along for 3 months <laughs> where is she going she's going to be in London doing lady day Congratulations. Is this her West End debut? It is her West End debut. That's exciting. Isn't it? That's cool. I hope she wins an uh, Olivier. Yeah, absolutely. And like, I don't know, that's such like a funny thing to me because she's Audra McDonald. And she was like, yes, I'm totally going to do this show. But I have to stop doing this show for a little bit to go do another show. She's in such high demand. (laughs) I love her. She's great. She's the best. And I'm so excited to watch Lady Day when it airs. <laughs> yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I saved something special for you. <gasps> I wanted to surprise you with the fact that the new version of Sideshow is now available for licensing. Oh, my God. That's so exciting. <laughs> oh, my God. Start do productions. I'll come see them. Yeah. I'll come or see you them. can mount your own production. From the tri-state area. Ooh, should we license it? Do it on the podcast? Yeah. Let's do, yeah, we'll do a radio play. <laughs> oh, I wonder if you can license it for a radio side play. Show. Sort of, then you have have anyone play the twins. That's true. <laughs> Just two people whose voices sound good together. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I love Sideshow so much. Mm-hmm. Sideshow. I know. I miss Sideshow. I, I can't believe I've been living a year without Sideshow. It doesn't seem like a year ago, does it? No, it feels like it was just not that long ago. Mm-hmm. This last year has been crazy, though. Well, yeah. <sighs> Carolee, 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 Update! 
Happy vacation, Carolee Carmelo. Carolee Carmelo was on vacation this week. Yeah, she has no social media posts. You know what I find funny? I wonder if... Well, I guess I don't know what she did on her vacation, but I'm like, I wonder if... I wonder if when she's not in a show, she'll use social media, I guess, is my thought. Because when she's on vacation, she doesn't use it. So that makes me, for people that use social media very regularly, you're like, they must be somewhere where they don't have access. Mm -hmm. But maybe Carolee just took a staycation. We don't know. Yeah. Maybe she was just like, I got some housework that I need to do and I want to spend some time with my kids Mm -hmm. and I'm going to take the week off. Also, because girl needs a vacay because she's probably like leaving the soon the show soon and switching into rehearsals for Tuck. So like she needs a vacay right now. Yeah, she did actually post someone asked her on Twitter about when she was leaving the show. I think it's February 7th. I'll see. So she is overlapping with tony yazbeck uh-oh That's yeah exciting. february 7th oh last day for, yeah february 7th i see that so she's overlapping with tony yazbeck who comes in at the end of january Maybe so probably only for like a week. Last show. oh yeah that would be fun oh wait that's super bowl sunday i think what i don't have plans well yeah but i'm probably gonna go watch the super bowl somewhere the Super Bowl is more important than Carolee Carmelo's last day in Finding Neverland with Tony Yazbek. It just is more fun for me. <laughs> but I would see her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll in, f- like, I would see the overlap. Especially I would see the overlap. Okay, okay. We'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you can see it twice. Think about it that way. I mean, okay. If you want to. You mm. probably don't. I was going to say, <laughs> I bet if we, maybe, maybe we could get... Because we got tickets to see it. Maybe we could convince them to give us free tickets to re-review Tony Asbeck And just mm. re-review the show. Probably. Mm. And post about it on all our social medias. Mm-hmm. But we'd have to be like, but only when Carolee's still <laughs> So during this one week. Yes. Like, we want to come see Tony Asbeck this week. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, have they announced, announced her replacement yeah, for her? announced <laughs> replacing her. That's coming yeah. up soon. Shit, I want to know. Oh, my God. Who's replacing Carolee Carmelo in Finding Neverland? I don't know. Tony Yazbeck. (laughs) It's just going to be Tony Yazbeck doing the whole show. (laughs) Yep. I'd see that. Oh, I totally see that. (laughs) Now it's time for the Laura Benanti Tweet of the Week. On January 12th at 8.52 p.m., Laura Benanti tweeted, You should have to pass a sarcasm aptitude test in order to be on Twitter. That's funny. That's real. <laughs> That's so real. Ugh, it's I mean, such an issue with text. Well, I have to anything say... Anything you're reading in text. Yeah. I mean, I think the thing about sarcasm on Twitter is that you have to either... It depends on your audience. If you have a small audience and you're the people that are listening to you know your sense of humor, you can be more subtle about it. But when you have a wide sure. audience like Laura does, you have to make it very broad sarcasm. Mm-hmm. It has to be very clear that it's sarcasm. Subtle sarcasm Absolutely. does not work on Twitter. No. Because also then that accidentally gets picked up by people who don't know it was sarcasm. And then there's <laughs> explanations and apologies mm-hmm. and turns into a whole thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think that happened to her, but... <laughs> no, yeah, I don't know what this is in reference to, but... Yeah. Well, you know... 
Do you, girl. Don't be afraid of the <laughs> critics. That's our show. Until next week, you can follow us on Twitter at, at Patty, the letter N, Emily, Patty, N, Emily. You can follow us individually at Patty with Y and at Emily Faye Oakley and find us anywhere else on the internet by searching Patty and Emily. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, rate us, and leave us a comment, and we'll read it on the show. Send us your topic suggestions, questions, dreamcasts, etc. And in the meantime, go, go see live theater! theater.